Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled, Is the Term Pro-Life Correct? There is, of course, a raging controversy in America sparked by the Supreme Court decision regarding the return of states' rights in the area of abortion. It will be one of the major watershed issues in the 2022 elections later this year and perhaps remain a point of separation in 2024 as well. As with any political issue, there are extreme views on the subject which become a feeding frenzy for both major parties. For Republican conservatives, uh, they're focusing on gaslighting late-term abortions, which interestingly has no agreed-upon definition, even though it's estimated that the termination of pregnancy after 21 weeks represents just 6,200 of the total abortions estimated to have been 615,000 in the most recent year available, which was 2018. For biblical Christians, there are unacceptable deaths, no question. But to put in perspective, there were 38,000 deaths from firearms in that same year. For Democratic liberals, uh, they're focusing on the rights of women over babies, uh, which they term a group of cells, and challenge when the first heartbeat is heard, uh, the desperate need for women to cross state lines for service, uh, the possibility of non-medically supervised abortions, possible laws which put abortionists in jail, etc. They gaslight over opposition by making it seem that all pro-lifers care nothing for the health of the mother or their circumstances, such as in the case of rape and incest. And of course, there is uh, the Bible, which many conservatives, especially those with a biblical Christian worldview, stand on. That infuriates the pro-choice crowd as being the next step toward a Christian theocracy. Governor Newsom is even using abortion for his pending national election campaign by putting billboards up around the country advertising California as an abortion-friendly state where folks are demonstrating Mark 1231 by, quote, loving your neighbor, unquote, as he put on his billboards. Then there are some documented cases of baby parts marketed for sale by Planned Parenthood. Further, there is the FACE, F-A-C-E Act, used to arrest those who protest, supposedly inappropriately, at abortion clinics. And finally, many pro-choice allege bait-and-switch tactics are being used by crisis pregnancy centers who offer quote-unquote anti-women deceitful counseling aimed at preventing abortions. So the question I want to focus on in this podcast is the question of what is life? This is a significant issue uh, related to all this rhetoric, often ignored by both sides, this definition of life. As an example, I received a, a typical response from a reader on one of my other podcasts making the standard point that, quote, humanity most certainly does not begin at conception, whatever some biblical text might say. Just ask any doctor or biologist. This comment was made by someone highly educated, 
very well read, and whom I personally respect. It makes a strong point that clearly demarks the separation between pro-life and pro-choice advocates. It also forces a review of the phrase, quote, pro-life, unquote. I would respectfully say that there is a definitional difference in the word life between those who are pro-choice and those who are pro-life, which needs to be understood as a baseline for any discussion on the subject. So let's talk briefly some definitions. At the root of so many disputes on any number of issues are their definitions. Two people have, for example, vastly different ways of defining the word fundamental based on the context. Examples would be how Islam defines fundamental versus how Christianity defines fundamental. Webster's definition of life is the quality that distinguishes a vital and functioning being from a dead body. The biblical Christian definition of life in the context of pro-life is more accurately defining humanity, which Webster defines as the quality or state of being human. In this context, biblical Christians see the term life as synonymous with human life and therefore much more in line with humanity. So what's the point? The point hit me like a rock in the next two exchanges I had with the reader above. I presented him with a list of at least eight articles stating clearly that scientists and doctors considered life to begin at conception. Thinking I had made my point and that all that, that was all that was needed to be said, I was shocked at his extremely insightful response, briefly unbalancing my worldview. He said, quote, you said humanity, not life. Not quite the same thing. In my glib statement to him, him, I had used the word humanity as synonymous with life and then proceeded to find doctors and scientists who acknowledged life begins at conception. Clearly for many, that does not mean humanity begins at conception. My reader went on to make his point by saying a bacterium can be said to have life So the same is applicable to a fertilized ovum on that scale. But the journey from there towards live birth is a long and torturous one. So biblical life. So we use the term pro-life in part because the Bible uses the term life, typically in the context of some form of human life or eternal life. Verses such as Genesis 9-5, which is, and for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. I will depend, or demand rather, an accounting from every animal, and from each man too, I will demand an accounting for the life of his fellow man. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. John fourteen six. Jesus answered, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So this question of humanity versus the term life, the question becomes, when does human life begin? As my reader tries to make the point, is there a time when a, quote, fertilized ovum, unquote, is just a group of cells before they become human life? Is there a reason to focus on when the heart is first heard? whether it's six weeks or seven weeks or eight weeks as the controversy rages on, as the beginning of humanity or the detection of brain activity or movement 
or a smile or a frown caught on camera? Or is human life defined by the word viability? Webster defines viability as the capacity of a fetus to survive outside the uterus. There's not a simple question uh, as uh, these uh, issues get further complicated when considering in vitro fertilization, where often doctors allow multiple eggs to fertilize at first and then extract some to limit the number of ultimate fetuses the woman chooses to carry. Should we be looking for humanity inside the womb, or is life enough? There's such a range of views on this question. In the extreme, there are those so focused on the rights of women to choose that it's acceptable to abort well beyond the point of viability. At the other extreme are many biblical Christians who read Scripture to be saying that God recognizes life at the point of conception. And even before conception, Jeremiah 1.5, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And then there are the vast majority of folks somewhere in between those two extremes. So to conclude, at the very least, biblical Christians need to recognize that the term life in the context of the womb, takes on a very different meaning when viewed from a pro-life versus pro-choice mindset. No one will argue that technical life begins at conception. The question is, is that life humanity at that instant? To the biblical Christian, I believe the answer is yes. To other pro-life advocates, Christian or not, I think the answer is much less clear. As a culture and a nation, we all need to recognize that. Regardless of our personal views, we need to find a middle ground. For the biblical Christian, we need to remember that our citizenship is in heaven, Philippians 3.20, not on this earth, and we are called to live peacefully, 1 Thessalonians 4.11, and respect the laws of our nation, Romans 13.1. However, that does not mean we are to hide our personal beliefs when called upon to confirm our pro-life position at whatever place God calls each of us to stand. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.